This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just arrived collection of swim and other sun ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra in on trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself and Tamara Judge. And we are in the flesh today. We are. We are. I and mean, we're kind of matching too with the black, the black and, and the, the jeans. And, and, and you may notice that I thought I purchased a actual backdrop that was real grass or like yeah. bushes, but it's, it's a sheet. That's me always stuck in the damn bushes. I, I figured you'd feel right at home in my Thank bush. you. Thank you. I like being in your bush. Uh, well, uh, we are here. We are, we're very fancy. We got a cheese plate. We got all the things. I know we got all the things. Two bottles of champagne. We have fruit. We have cheese. I mean, we have it all today because we have some special guests. Today. We have special guests, but that will not. Fancy guests. These are fancy girls. We got fancy guests, but first we got to do some recaps. Um, we got to talk a little bit about our weekend. So I went to New York. I know. Went to New I'm York. I'm so jealous. With I wish Kyle I could and my friend Nicole, and we had so much fun. I and got chills when I saw your billboard. And you were standing there. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like a, you know, like a, a stage mom going, oh, uh, my God. We were cracking up, though, because stage mom 101 was Kyle, like, honestly, on her knees in the middle of Times Square. But it goes on a loop. So it went from me. And then the next one was Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> so how long are they going to be? How long is it going to be up there? Until July 1st. Oh, then I'm going to be able to see it. So I'm going to New York on uh, the first week in June. So I'll go yeah, over there. Go. Okay, I'll go over there yeah. and take a picture. So it was fun. And then I went to, 
we hung out with Tommy. You've probably done red carpets with him and his husband, who's one of the hosts of Good Morning America. We had like the best time. And then we went to Nashville, which I've never been to Nashville before. Oh, Nash Vegas, baby. I, well, I think I just, I think because everybody I follow that lives in Nashville, I'm seeing them like in the suburbs. So that's what I assumed it was going to be like. But well, no. they're all there. Are a lot of them in Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. No, but this is like a full blown city and like everyone's raging all the time. And let's be honest. Um, I was done raging at 3 a.m. last night because also it takes at 3 a.m. last night. You mean this morning? Yeah. Today. Yeah. Today. Then. So you were still drinking at 3 a.m.? Well, no, my dad found me at 2 a.m., which means that's where you I, lost. No, I was in the hotel bar with Justin okay. Anderson, his husband. Oh, I'm so jealous. And Nicole, I know I'd never met Scoot before, and he's so he's adorable. So, cute, huh? so we did that. And then once my dad came up, that's when the drinking stops. Like, we, no, I'm drinking. We just like to hang out at the bar, obviously, <laughs> um, after his concert. And then we just like had. Did Justin go to the concert as well? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, we had so much. You know, fun. I still feel bad about passing out and missing the concert in Vegas. Don't worry, he still brings it up. And then, he Daddy, t- he told me that because of it. Oh God, what did he say? That I don't get to go on stage anymore. Why? He said because I don't know you and your crazy friends. I don't know what we're gonna get. <gasps> so I was well, not called on stage yesterday. <gasps> And I think Johnny Cash's daughter was, and she has a beautiful voice. Stop I it. was like, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that I need to call Daddy. We need to Daddy. have a con- I, we need I to have a conversation heard from him today. And I maybe think, he's tired. I think I played it pretty cool, like I wasn't drunk. Where did he perform at? At the Ryman, which used to be the Grand Ole Opry. <gasps> and then oh, turned, chills. Yeah, and he it's three nights there. All three nights sold out. Um, it was really, it was a, such a good show. Does he love being on tour or is he like, ugh? He says, I, I think it's, he's just a worker. So it's yeah. like, he says, you know, he's like tired you. or all of these things, but I can tell he loves it. Yeah. How can he not? I mean, you're standing up there, you're singing, people are praising you and clapping. And I mean, it's got to be, I mean, I wish I could be a singer. And even though he's like kind of crotchety in general, he's so funny. Like when he's in, like in the zone. Yeah. He's, you know, cracking up. And then the internet lost its mind on me because I posted a picture with him. I didn't want to write this in the caption, but he was like, Teddy, I hate pictures and I have a white t-shirt on and I don't want my belly to show. So I put my knee up to To hide the belly. Oh, and they give you shit like as if you were humping him as if I was straddling him and being sexual. Ah, fuck it. So then I saw my brother and then my brother and I tried to recreate <laughs> the most awkward prom poses and we posted those too but i mean that was pretty much my weekend i got on a plane landed here one hour ago got an iv got glammed and now here i can't are. believe that you arranged all that for in one hour i can't believe that i was able to actually watch these shows but i did have a lot of time to go into the housewife headlines and i need to ask you some questions okay I'm not the world's best with understanding finances when it comes to foreclosures or bankruptcies okay. or any of those things. So Kim Zolciak files for divorce from Croy after 11 years of marriage. According to TMZ, um, the Housewives of Atlanta alum lists April 30th as the date of separation 
separation between her and the former NFL star. They were married for 11 years, have four kids during that time. News of the split were mere hours after TMZ reported that they owe the IRS more than $1 million. The pair owes $1.1 million for unpaid taxes, interest, and penalties. Then TMZ reports Croy wants sole legal and physical custody of their four minor children. Did he list why? Well... In her filing, she wrote that she wanted spousal support. So I'm curious. But if did he does not. Does he have a job? He must be the one with money. I didn't. Wa- My question to you is: When you are an NFL player, I don't. I don't follow NFL, and I don't understand how that works. But when you get, was he let go? Did he retire? I don't know his situation. Do they get like a pension? Do they get money coming in even after they're done? Or From, like a contract or something? Or when you're done, you're done. No well, money comes in. Nicole, my friend that was with me, she watched Tardy for the Party. I never watched that show. But she said it was 100% clear that Croy ran the household. Like he made sure the kids were set. They were organized. He always like, seemed like a really good dad. And that's what she said yeah. to him. She goes, you actually really love them. But they would they would show things like all the kids waiting in the car for mommy to finish gambling. Oh, see, I didn't watch that those seasons. I, I watched a few. They were on like, what, seven years? So the last few seasons I didn't watch. But I mean, they were definitely entertaining. But it seemed like they lived way beyond their means. But my question is, if you could we go? I was actually DMing with Lala about this, Lala Kent, because she did a a post yesterday where she was saying, you know, this is why I probably will never have a partner again, because I can only count on myself. I don't want and I well, said she that, doesn't know what went on between I, that. No, but she's two. just using all these experience. But I said to her, I go, I in my gut, I don't know why I feel like this is a financial reason. Like if you get a divorce and you both owe the money, are you still both required to pay the money? Like, do you think that they're actually still in a good place? And they're doing this for some sort of. Financial- OK, I have actually heard that, but I don't know how that would do them any good. Like just because they're getting divorced doesn't mean they're not going to, they're going to get out of the debt that they have acquired during their marriage. They still owe that. And they're both 50, 50 responsible. But what about if she files for bankruptcy and he does not, that's what I think is about to happen. Well, that would be interesting. I mean, I was a little bit shocked because everything you see, of course, everything you see on Instagram is always, you know, filtered either if it's erasing your wrinkles or erasing your pain, that's how Instagram is. And they always seem like they were so happy together. But there also hasn't been any post. I'm trying to pull up his most recent update, but they have not been posting really for months. He hasn't really posted since 2021. Um, I can imagine that just having financial issues is going to be a huge strain on anybody's marriage. But then you also think like if you're truly in love, like, you know, you you make the it good, through the bad, it. The, the good, ugly, the, good yeah. the bad, the ugly. What what is it in your vows about sickness, Six, sickness and in health? health? Yeah, like you know, sickness and in health, and as long as you don't annoy me. But I feel like she's always been extremely materialistic. I mean, her kids have been wearing designer clothes since they were, you know, they could walk, and she's always had every Birkin bag and Rolls Royce and the big house. And let's face it, if you're on a reality show, and this goes across the board from all franchises, you're on a reality show, but you don't have actually have a job. Your only job is the reality show. It's not going to last forever. So what are you going to fall back on? So if I'm not mistaken, didn't they lose their show a couple of years ago? Yeah. He changed what his caption said in his Instagram, and it says... 
husband, it still says husband, mm-hmm. father to six perfect monk chickens, athlete, my ring meant a thing. You can Google me and see I wasn't tardy for that party. Okay, so what was his original caption? Do we know? They're all references to her songs. So I don't know if he's trying to shade her, if they actually are having problems, or now he just, I think his following has gone up. But yeah, that that's really where we are. I feel like we're going to find out a lot, but I had one other question for you. Yeah. What is your thoughts on kids having plastic surgery? What do you mean kids? How old? Like her, I went back and looked at, her kids like minor children having plastic surgery to like to I mean like a bad nose or we're talking tits tits it's too much it's too much I would wait until they were 18 and if they chose they wanted to get a nose job I would support it but if they wanted boobs and all no no No, that's for later um yeah no especially now because you can do a non-surgical nose job through filler and you could make things a little bit better for sure um We've never actually seen who the two older daughters' dad is. We, we ne- haven't, have no, we? No, he was Big Papa or whatever. No, Big Papa was her boyfriend. Oh, Big Papa was her boyfriend. The so rich who- boyfriend that was married. So we don't know who that dad is. Do you think she's calling Big Papa right now? Uh, maybe. But my question is... Hey, baby. Hey, Zaddy. I got 10 more kids. Hey, Zaddy, you want to have You want to buy me a new Escalade or whatever he bought yeah, that one year? Yeah, I remember when he bought the Escalade. <laughs> but my question is... I think it would kill me if my husband, we got a divorce and then he got full custody of all the kids. Well, I want to see what grounds he wants the full custody. Like there's got to be grounds. And, and what, what's his motivation? Did you see Bethany Frankel talk oh, she about went on this? a rant. And, you know, I don't disagree with her. She weighed in with a rant on TikTok saying she knew this would happen, that they spent beyond their means to pay their effing bills, which... Clearly, um, but I think this is often, it's like when you think about somebody who wins a, the lottery. Yeah. You always, whenever you watch those documentaries, they're the first person to go broke. And they end up in jail. Yeah, because like (laughs) they don't know how to manage their money. Well, it was quite obvious that she they didn't know how to manage the money by all their excessive designer stuff and you know cars and buying big houses and all the things they would do. you know, I agree with Bethany 100%. I'm very frugal with my money. And I always, have, even being on the show for as many years, I always know, like, this is a one-year contract. Yeah, I got to live within my means from what other businesses I have. But when you are spending money nonstop and your contract is only for a year, what happens if you don't get a contract next year? But also, this is it's not taxes. like she hasn't been off one year. It's been a long time. And I don't think she'll be coming back. She has I no- see her on Ultimate Girls Trip. I see her, you know, she is oh. on Atlanta this year. For one, one, yeah. one, one guest spot. But that pays shit. No, but I'm saying that leaves her open to coming back next year. True, if she has any good relationships yeah. with anyone. I don't know what her relationship is with Bravo, though. Um, this next one, I- I'm really going to need Salt Lake to kind of pull it together for me a touch this new season because... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City film filming turns explosive between Whitney Rose and the Lisa Barlow feud. Um, apparently the feud is because Whitney and Lisa, they're reaching a breaking point because Lisa is rekindling her relationship with Meredith. 
And I'm like, why would Whitney care? And apparently Lisa Barlow is huh. becoming close with Heather Gay. Okay. But I can tell you this from actual knowledge. I was at the horse show two weeks ago in Temecula. I saw Angie. Did you get any dirt? No. I was because the kids were around and I felt like that was yeah. inappropriate. But how was she able to get away? She comes on Sunday. So she, remember, you never film Sunday, Monday. So oh, she was filming yeah. Saturday. So she was there on Sunday. But I, um, when I walked by her, she said, I'm on the phone with Lisa Barlow. Hi. Oh, and so I, they're buddies now. So they must be buddies. But then, and I, that's pissing off the other girls. Well, now, well, I don't know because she didn't tell me that. But now I'm thinking, who's Whitney close with? Who else is left? There must be, there's got to be an. Do you think that Heather, her and Heather, Rekindled? Do you think that Whitney and Mary are friends? I don't know. I don't know. There hasn't been anything leaked. You know, you, you know when people film and you know people will take pictures and video of them out, and somehow it makes it to a blog. There really hasn't been much leaked for this show, and I I gotta believe it's almost done filming. Uh, I do know they had just finished. Maybe we a need trip. To, their first. Maybe we need to over, roll into Salt Lake City yeah, next their weekend. First <laughs> overseas trip because now they can actually take them. Oh, oh. because they did you see the did picture of Jen Shaw? Oh my God, Jen Shaw. Somebody was in the bushes at the prison and took pictures <laughs> of Jen Shaw looking rather nice in prison. I thought she looked good. She looked nice and relaxed. It almost looked like she was holding that other girl's hand because it was like. Oh, so was it? Cool. I didn't notice that. Well, I was. No, it's I was more like, like when you're bumping into hands. Well, you're my biggest so fear is going to prison because okay, so there's no hair extensions, there's no makeup, <laughs> there's no this. I'm like, I'd be coming out with roots down to my ears, and I'd be like coming out like a freaking rat out of the gutter. She looked pretty good. She looked like she still had hair extensions in. Or she just has really thick hair. I mean, that was a lot of hair. That in was that a lot bun. of hair. Maybe, maybe it is. There's no way the extensions can last that long. She's been in. Maybe for- she's got a halo. <laughs> I, I'm going to take a halo if I go to jail. And halo and uh, uh, so some, you guys know bleach. a halo. A halo is like it has a little tiny. String. Just like it sounds like it's a halo. It just kind of sits on the top of your head. And you take it off at night. Um. Yeah. So we saw that the next one. And people lost their shit. She's got earrings and sunglasses. And people are like in comments, like, like it's it's prison, like it's a low security prison. They can have earrings. I like am they're not gonna they're gonna they're not gonna shank somebody though. in the middle of the night with their sunglasses, are they? No, but you could you could file down the sunglass to like oh my god make a we is should it go a shank? I, we should go to jail for just one Teddy week. and Tamara goes to prison. Yeah. Go just go to the tank. Tamara and Teddy oh, go, go to the tank. What if we get put in solitary confinement? I don't know that we'd come. No, out. I could. I don't I think we do, do that. Well with I'd, that. Co- I'd come out. Even more worse, fucked up than worse. we are. Yeah, I don't um, think anybody should be in that. That's sad. Uh, the next one is Lisa Vanderpump to close Pump Restaurant featured on reality show. She posted on Instagram, it's with a heavy heart that we announced that the lease at Pump Restaurant is expiring. We'll be closing its doors on July 5th after 10 years of beautiful evenings under olive trees while we have loved our time operating Pump to take on another 10-year lease with a huge increase in rent by the landlords is not something ready to commit to. Well, I will say before we get to the next line, 10 year is a good run. That's a good run to have a business. Especially so, through COVID. Especially through COVID. But don't lie. But don't, because then <laughs> but the don't landlord. Lie, the landlord's not, she's, the landlord is disagreeing. And then the landlord says, Lisa's comments regarding the rent for pump are not accurate. We did not raise the rent and in fact have been nothing but supportive as they tried to catch on lease obligations, catch up on lease obligations, including forgiving some rent during COVID. Well, first of all, 
that was something that was going on. They would forgive your rent and put it on the back end. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of businesses. They'd get like that. whatever yeah. it was, PPPs. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. But it is normal to increase your rent every year. It's not abnormal to do that. But he's, they're basically saying that's not the truth. But which is, here's the thing. If she just would have said, we're closing the restaurant. We went through tough times during COVID. How yeah. do you talk about cut? Right. Right. It, it was, I it have was no hard. judgment. I don't think that you guys ran a bad business. Right. There's nothing. It's right. just the, the time was up. The bottom line is 10 years in business is a huge accomplishment. Huge. Especially for a small business, a restaurant, whatever. And she should have just left with that instead of fudging. Um, but my next question is, did you see the clip of Sandoval singing? And he was singing. With 10 people in, his, in the audience? Yeah, but he's singing, Schwartz's mom has got it going on. And then he sings the line. And I don't know if it's hot or not, but he says, baby, can't you see that Raquel is not, not for, for me? me? Or it was hot, hot for, for me. me. I know. I did see that. There was lots of uh, conversations going on that it was hot and not but either way, don't sing about her. In the don't. It's too soon. And too also, soon. don't sing about Schwartz's mom. Stop. Leave the poor fucking guy alone. So, one good news is the Real Housewives of Miami are rumored to start out on Bravo this season. Well, the bad news is, did you hear about Gertie? Yes. This is so yes. sad. I just heard about it on the way over here. But I, what, so Gertie has been diagnosed with breast cancer and I loved what she wrote. It was just so positive. She said, in Ugh. March, I found out some news about my health. I was in St. Bart's having the time of my life with my doctor. When my doctor called me with my results following a regular mammogram checkup. So she went to get her checkup, which is huge. I have breast cancer. It took a while to process it all. And this is why I took a break from social media last month, as many noticed. Many of you reached out to check up on me, and I'm thankful for the caring gestures. For now, mm -hmm. I'm preparing for my upcoming surgery, and then we'll come to my treatment plan. This process is definitely intense, and what I ask of you is empowerment, not pity. I will girdify this cancer as I girdify everything else in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, this is such a reminder to you guys. Okay, Get not only not only have we both had melanoma, but right. there's two separate women on Miami that have had breast cancer. Who have had breast? You have to get your mammograms. You have to get your colonoscopies. You even have to get your eyes checked. Just go and make and sure, yeah. because the longer that th you wait the worst that things can get. Mm -hmm. um, but I loved her positive attitude. We will be praying for her. Do we know what stage? Has she said what stage She didn't it is? Say, say what stage. And, you know, and I... surgery could be either mastectomy or it could be... Removal. It could be a hysterectomy, too. From breast cancer? Maybe Because we don't know if she has BRCA. We oh, don't know. Oh, jeez. So there's so many different things, so... Oh, my God. You know, I'm scheduled to get one of those full body scans, and I've been talking with the company for a, a couple months now. And when Maria Menendez Menunos. Menunos, um, announced that she had pancreatic cancer, she actually found out from this company yeah, that does the full body. And, and Eddie's like, are you sure you want to do that? And I said, I'm, I want to do it, but I'm so scared. Like, because you know, they're going to find the possibility of them finding something is going to be there. And then you you go through the whole, like, 
Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Jeff Lewis is the one that told me about it. I want you to have it done too. Yeah, I want to go But get you it had done. a recent PET scan, didn't you? Yeah. So you probably wouldn't need it done because if you had a PET scan, they did they go through your whole... They, that would have yeah they inject you yeah so i think you're I, but fine. i i mean i still i still would do it just because i'm curious um we know about the housewives miami moving to bravo so let's take a little break and then let's come back and talk about the real housewives of atlanta happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner kia movement that inspires call 800-333-4kia for details always drive safely limited inventory available warranties include 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5-year 60,000 mile basic warranties are limited see retailer for details i'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for god to give you your next step and you don't know what it is yet you need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So it's interesting to me whenever I watch housewife shows back to back. So because I was traveling, I watched both episodes like one morning I woke up and right, I, like and was on the treadmill and just watched both. Episodes. I did the same thing yeah. on the treadmill. Yeah. Um, and then I needed I didn't need to watch Jersey again, but I needed to watch Atlanta again. I watched Jersey twice. See, so I, there's always one that I feel like I need more information on. Because both of them I watched different days and I watched them on the treadmill when I was at the gym. And then I have to like really sit down and really dig into it and, you know, jot some notes down and things like that. Um, I thought it was good. For a first episode, because usually the first episode is just like getting you into it. I'm glad it wasn't a 90 minute episode. Yeah, me too. Those supersized ones, like when you're, you know. Well, I mean, so it starts off where Sheree says she's blessed that so many came to her. She by Sheree say site that it was canceled. And Candy says Sheree is never quite prepared when it comes to business. Um you know, I think it's tricky when other women comment on how good somebody is at their businesses. Like, and in that same token, I know Candy's saying that, but then Candy's also saying that she is having some, some issues in her marriage because right. her husband's dedicating too much time to his work. She's dedicating too much time to his work. Right. But you know what? I don't really like the fact that, that you're going to bash anybody's business. And she, I think she came right out and said, 
you know, I think she was being shady. And I think she said, like, you know, I tried to help her. She doesn't want my help. And sometimes people just have to learn on their own. And obviously, this has taken Sheree a long time to get it off the ground. But um, I, I got a sweatshirt right here. <laughs> she by Sheree right here. Well, right here. I'm a little bit offended that I don't. Well, we'll share it. Um, like we do everything else. Okay, so before we get... But do you, do you feel like Sheree is a good businesswoman? Or do you feel like... You I know? think Sheree's a good person. I think she's fun. I think she's good television. I think that every time we've seen her... She has a good heart. I love Sheree. Like, I, I was with her when we did a Family Feud. She's so sweet, so kind, so thankful, so good to everybody around her. And you would think, like, sometimes, you know, you meet people in this industry, especially housewives, and they think they're so much better than everybody else, and they treat people poorly. But Now, well, let me ask you about Martel. Okay. So I can give you some backstory on him. But, He's from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Okay. Which is produced by our friend, Carlos King. Yes. Love Carlos. Um, he cheated on his wife, Melody. How long ago was that? Do we know? I don't know exactly. And had a baby with his mistress, Arianne. Okay, don't like that. But are they divorced now? I mean, shit happens. I get it. But are they divorced? But, well, this is the other part that I don't like. Oh, there geez. are domestic violence allegations from Arianne who says that Martel was trying to... Is that to, his mistress? Yeah. Trying to get with her after he left filming with Sheree. Melody has accused Martel of also being homophobic against her gay brother. Allegedly. Oh, okay. These are these are allegations from the mistress. Has he gone to court? Has is this gone that far? I do know that he has five children, and I laughed a little bit when just a little <laughs> Kenya bit? goes. Well, I mean, the good news is Sheree doesn't get her period anymore. <laughs> That's a good thing, sweetie. Um, but the part that I felt a little strange was when he came in, it was very sexual right off the bat. Well, this is what bothered me, and I don't know if you're probably going to say the same thing, is that he instantly thought that the girl coming in, they were going to have a threesome. I'm like, why is that oh, the is first... That what he thought? Yeah. Why is that the first thing that you're thinking is you're going to have a threesome? And to me, that took my mind to, oh, he's a dirty dog. He's a dirty dog. Um... So then, you know, I talked to Sheree in L.A. and she's just like, we're we're just dating, you know. So she didn't say like, oh, we're getting married. We're engaged. We're just having fun. They live on two different states, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's easy to say you're just I mean, dating and you're not going to get hurt. But Candy, Kenya and Monietta talk about how Martel is accused of cheating. Then Kenya says it's awkward because Martel tried to slide into her DMs. But then she made an overall rookie mistake Housewife mistake who doesn't screenshot that right. because then when they went to go check there was nothing there and granted he deleted Did she ever it. say exactly what he said what was the context of the actual dm i don't actually know um and she didn't say so she was so strong about what he had said or he slid into i mean this, i feel like we're back I'm at sorry, potomac when chris slid into somebody's dms but if you don't follow somebody and you slide into their DMs. Maybe she did it Instagram live. Maybe that's what happened. And he just said like, hey, you know, I mean, she's a be Kenya's a beautiful woman. Well, Maybe Kenya, he thought, hey, there's an opportunity. Who knows? Well, Kenya tells Sheree that Martel slid into her DMs and Sheree decides to bring him over. Kenya and Martel are shown arguing and she says, once a cheater, always a cheater, you piece of shit. Do you believe that? Do you believe once a cheater, always a cheater? Um, no. 
But I, I don't believe that at all. You can be in a really bad situation and you just want out and, you know, whatever your out is, maybe it's having an affair with somebody or whatever. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I don't think it's the solid thing to do, but it doesn't make you a cheater the rest of your life. But I also don't have, I don't. If you have a reputation of cheating all the time, that's a whole different story. Which is apparently, allegedly, Ah, oh, shit. Well, I love Sheree, so I don't want her to get hurt. I mean, these Atlanta girls are so good at throwing shade in their confessionals, especially Sheree and Kenya. I mean, it is, I mean, I just look at it going, why can't I think of shit like that? Yeah. And I'm pretty bad in my confessional, so. So, apparently all the DM said was, the, Carlos Can, King confirmed that Martel DM'd Kenya and said, thank you for the compliments after Kenya appeared on Carlos. Big deal. Who gives two this fucks is, about this that? This is like Potomac all over again with Chris saying you should have went to the whatever. Come like on. That, I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was some sort of like, you're, you know, I'd love to get together. Yeah. You want a chitty chitty bang bang? Yeah. You no, want to. Nothing you, like that. Let's bump you uglies. Bump, I was going to say that. <laughs> My mom always says bump uglies. She's like, did they bump uglies? Um, but I, I, that doesn't really upset me. But I am always curious when somebody will DM multiple housewives in general. But well, he's on reality too, so I feel like you have a reality like family. He's kinda. very handsome. Just here, here's our little thing that we're gonna say to you, Martel. Don't fuck with Sheree. Like she's great. We love her. I know her picker. I think might be slightly askew. We gotta help her with her picker. Oh, yeah, we're just experts with our Eddie and Edwin. Yeah, I mean, hey. Okay. I mean, we made 10 years next time. month. I'm 14. Thir yeah, 13 together. 10 years married. Um, well, speaking Don't of. Fuck that up, Eddie. <laughs> Edwin, this is a warning. This well, PSA. PSA. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Oh, my God. Edwin pissed me off so bad before I left. Oh, my God. Before you left or when you got home? Before I left for oh, New York. So you, oh, that's the worst when you get in it. No, like, it's it every time before I leave. Because he, does he doesn't want you to go. To piss me off. And but I I let it go. I never even brought it up again. I'm bringing it up to you because he's not going to listen. Yeah, but Eddie either. That's like Eddie today. Okay, have fun. Yeah, like you're going to be gone all day. I'm like, um, probably. I'm like, first off, yeah. I invited you to New York. Yeah. I didn't choose to go with my friend and Kyle. I asked you first. You were not available. Yeah. Then I asked Cruz, and he told me he was not interested. Yeah. There you go. So what else do you want from me? He's like, I'm just so overwhelmed with work and you get to go live your best life. Yeah. But let's get into Ralph. Speaking of. Uh, that was so weird. What was he talking about? So he I said, don't know. There's a family crisis, but there's a family crisis. Why aren't you at home with the family, Ralph? I think that maybe she had COVID. That's what I kind of heard. Family crisis or COVID. I think she may have had COVID. And then, but he says, Drew, Drew doesn't feel well. And they have a family crisis. So do you the think family that, crisis is divorce. Do you think the family crisis is she They're caught not. him slipping again? Well, he had balls to show up. But then he says, Ralph says Drew's father is sick, but he needs to show support to Ross. But uh, does he? Yeah. I mean, if it was a think about this. If we're filming Orange County, Beverly Hills, whatever, and there's a party going on and either I have COVID or something's going on in my house. Do you think Eddie's going to show up to that or Edwin? Well, I know. I have other issues like Sonia could have spent $100,000 on a down payment to get some of the people out, out of her, her house. house. You know what I didn't like? I didn't like the fact that her family was kind of putting her down 
But they're all living in her house. Yeah. Like, if I want you to cut my hair out, but I'm paying for you, you better shave up. my asshole if I ask you. Listen, I if you're going to pay Get for me, Get those small Tara, hairs that I can't see back there because you, you know You better what? bite my chin hairs out right. with your teeth, oh, bitch. I, I have one right there. Oh, let me see it. Can you feel it? Oh, so yeah. It's right but here. it's not... It's oh. not ready. Yep. Yes, it is. I could get it. I yeah. get it when we're no, done. But it's so fine that sometimes if you pluck it too soon, it breaks off. I know. And then it's not. Oh, then you got to wait another month. But then what about when you can see the gray when you oh, pull it out? That's I don't really have gray chin hairs. They're black. Mine are black, but then there's a I'd little rather have gray, gray at the end. They're just so coarse. Um, okay, sorry. Let's get back on track. But either way, watching that whole thing where she she really eloquently explained for a while, there was a reason that I supported my entire family. The But. That's but not only support, now. they were helping her. One was an agent. One did her hair. One did her schedule. But whatever. I also have a little bit of an issue with this because I watched all these documentaries about child actors and their moms or their managers or whatever. Sometimes I do think that then that person is going to continuously get taken advantage of. For sure. Because that's As Britney not, Spears. That's, yeah, I mean, that's not their profession. Yeah. If you are a professional manager of olympians you would have done that before your daughter became one i get you probably know this more than anybody because you grew up with a famous father there's going to be siblings you your brother your sister now if you go on to have a public life where as you do Mm -hmm. is there issues with your other siblings like you know like oh like jealousy no um, but there is a difference, I would say, in the way that my dad treats my brothers versus the way he treats the sisters. And what do you mean? Like he, th- I think because they grew up with him. Are you the only public sibling? Yes. I mean, obviously people know. HUD works for my dad on tour. Okay. Specs an artist. Michelle works at my dad's um, art, art uh, where you sell artwork. What yeah. What's that called? Art gallery. Art gallery. Um, and then Justice is... Wait, how many freaking kids are there? There's a lot of us. It's like we're with Martel. Like, the Cougs is Martel. Oh, the Cougs. I know. Yeah, so, but I've got, you know, I'm the only one in the public, but I wouldn't say that that does any differentiation, but I would say he yeah, has a I lot feel- more leniency for my brothers than he does for us girls. Okay, so, so basically what we're saying, either... Sonia is very difficult to work with if even if you are working with her or her family's kind of jealous or her, once again or she was her family using at, her I don't know I, I that's, feel like that's the point like I get it like if let's say tomorrow Slate books like let's just pretend Slate was a dancer she g- goes on a dancing yeah. show and I would not manage her I would hire a professional. But I feel like as a parent, you want to protect your child. So I think your natural instinct would be but like how can to be you a Chris pro- Jenner and be like, I want to protect you because you're not, you're not Britney Spears' dad where you're going to be corrupt and steal the money and do things like that. But you want to have somebody that knows what they're doing as well, like a manager that can, you can work with closely, right? Is that what you're saying? You want yeah, somebody? I, I yeah, I think there's both. I think, yes, they should still be a part of it. They should be still be overseeing the deals. But when every person in your family is being paid, there's a different dynamic. And well, it sounds like she was really sweet to do that. that but that's my point. I wouldn't hire one of my damn family members. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, but we are going to have Tamara's mom oh, on the podcast. Oh, by the way, speaking of, she did ask for hair and makeup. 
You're lying no, to me. No, no. I'll show you my text. She, I'll, I'll, you can flash it up there. She literally, I said, mom, because she's in Arizona. I thought she's going to be home on Monday. And I'm like, oh shit. I hope she doesn't stay till Thursday. Cause I knew she'd say yes. I go, mom, I said for Mother's Day, we're going to do a little special. And we're going to have you on the podcast. And she goes, oh yay. Yes. I'll be home tomorrow. She goes, do I get hair and makeup? And I go, no, you don't. We never do hair and makeup unless we're together. I go, mom, we're normally in our pajamas doing our podcast, but I might get her a little liquored up. Oh, good. Yeah. But one final thing that I do want to say about Ralph, I did think it was weird that he showed up to film without Drew. Like, I felt like I that know. Was, like I that's too. a crisis. That is a real crisis. I know. Can we talk about Candy's uh, fashion choices this <laughs> season so far? I'm not dogging her at all or saying anything negative. I'm asking your opinion now. there was rhinestones on her chest and very glittery eye that made my eyes rub because I'm very allergic to glitter and eyeshadow that's sparkly. So I'm like, what is she, what is she doing? And then the, the pigtails and I'm like, okay, Candy's taking (laughs) chances this season. Well, you want to know what I didn't like? What? So when people are being passive aggressive and they sing during it, and she's like, I can't take the pressure of dealing with this shit anymore. We need to go karaoke because I just love your voice. I'm done dealing with the bullshit. I th- uh, I know. You motherfucking asshole, uh. get off the phone and eat dinner with my son. Oh, my God. Did you like, actually? Why? I, 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 why? I, 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 because she can. Because she's candy. She's I mean, worldwide, bitch. Well, granted, her voice is good. But I was like, please, please. Did you see the commercial with her and her son, Ace? That was was it Ace? I think it was Ace. The, the KFC commercial was hilarious. I mean, that kid is an actor. That kid's great. I'm they're, like, how did he remember all those lines? They're all great, but I the singing passive aggressiveness almost pushed me right over the edge. I feel like we're She gonna, came out shady. She this, came out. This episode, no, I, I really I, do think. Well, she's pissed. She's pissed at him. Is she pissed at him or is she hearing on the blogs where they say, well, either sometimes way, you're really swayed by that. If somebody goes, Tamara, you say this all the time. You do this. Then you're like, Tamara, okay, I'm not going to do that. Fuck a dog. Fuck a dog. Tamara, you say interesting. It's not interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> like, you, you know, don't, you, you say interesting, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, it's interesting. But Marlo's comments about music and Broadway, not working for candy aged as good as milk with candy getting both an emmy nomination and a tony mm, recently i know so i mean candy, how about how about sheree saying in her confessional the only time candy is not talking when she, about people is when she's eating or sucking d but then but then did she say but not in the where was where did they say she was having sex in the locker room in the locker, locker room, room or something not. like that oh my god these girls are so good at throwing shade like i mean if we did that in orange county uh, I'm triggered. You hurt my feelings. I hurt my feelings. No, I thought they were all good. And I actually really liked the Marlo. I did. I normally don't like a life coach. I liked Marlo with the kids and the life coach and all that. Okay. I am obsessed with Marlo. I know. She is so sweet. She looks more beautiful than ever on the screen. And then I saw her in person. I'm like, oh my God. So sweet. So kind. But she was funny, and I thought that, like, when they're like, you're supposed to come up with your mission statement or whatever it is that they're supposed to come up with, and she's like, oh, I've been working on that. And then the older son just starts cracking up, like, you're so full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But those boys, I mean, she's doing everything she can to make sure that those boys have a good life, and it's just, it's impressive to me. 
because that would be hard as could you imagine as a single woman taking on your sister's kids and trying to figure out your own life and you know she admitted like I'm not perfect and what I did was not right and the therapist is like that's okay and that's okay you're doing what you can to fix it yeah um but did you realize that Drew didn't even get a confessional Drew wasn't even in the first episode but Ralph got a confessional did he yes what did he say I can't remember that. I don't know. I don't even know why they're fully uh, divorced, but now I'm mad at him. Wait, so. I have a question. Who is Courtney? Oh, my God. And she, can't she just go away? Courtney came in with boots as high as her thirst level. She. Oh, beyond. Beyond. Was so much. I was like, why are you coming in? And, and then once it stopped, then just stop. Just stop. I know, no, I know. She, she was trying so hard. To get a peach in, in the first episode. I mean, going after Candy, saying next level, We you said I was a friend. Like, is that really something to argue about? And Candy was so calm and everything. I thought Candy was going to be like shady, but she's like, what are you talking about? She's just like, I said I and didn't know you. I wouldn't don't. stop. She kept going and going and going. But And clearly this is all like a breaking of the fourth wall type situation because she's saying I, I run in the same circle as Candy and blah, blah, mm. blah. And Candy's like, I don't know her. Um, but Courtney, you're being a bit of a tryhard, um, which is fine. Sit down, Courtney. Sit down, Courtney. But don't sit down as much as Danielle. Oh, <clears throat> I don't. Right. I don't know that Danielle's sitting down. I think she's also a little, little bit of a tryhard. She drives me nuts. I know she does. Um, I know she does. Fan thoughts. I hope the OC premiere is as good as Atlanta. What do you think? Is it going to be? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I would only hope so. They all came to play. It did not disappoint. I People agree. are wondering, like, where is Drew? Um, I, I love different I, side of Marlo too. People were really excited about yeah. that, yeah. and I loved. I uh, I liked Monetta wait, wait. so far. Can we talk about Drew's? I mean, um, Marlo's earrings. I didn't see them. How could you not? <laughs> they were hoops. That were, they were like 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 tires from your your child's you know tricycle like on her, they touched your shoulder was this in a confessional dude really it's I, all over the blogs too like the earrings <laughs> they were on, like why are they that color too i thought they were silver be gold no. what do they say on them alexander or something or do you think it's alexander mcqueen oh yeah oh voltier I'm sorry. Beyond my price range, probably, because yeah. I've never heard of them. Um, why? Maybe she sells it at her place. All right. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about Jersey. Ooh. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right. Well, what did you think about the 80-year-old twins, identical twins? Uh, Jennifer Fessler brought her mom and her mom, sister. sister, her aunt. Um, I thought they were a hoot. I'm really disappointed that we had Who to wait. Who says hoot? Are you 89 years old? Well, they're 80, so I thought hoot would be a good are, word. They're a hoot. They're, they're a, a real riot act. They're a real riot two. act, those two. Um, I thought, why did we have to wait all season? I feel like we could have gotten a little bit more out of these, these twins. And now what I do want to know is I want more information on Jen Fessler. I think Jen Fessler is giving us enough, even though she drives me a little bit nuts sometimes. I think she's moving into the place to give us a hip. I think so, too. And I'm telling you, after meeting her and hanging out with her, she's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, but you know what I have to point out? Do you notice a difference in the recent confessionals of these girls? Since they've been on Ozempic? Yes. So a yeah. lot of them have admitted to being on Ozempic. And sometimes we do or interviews. Or glutide. I'm sorry. I'm Whatever. Sorry, it's all the same shit. So they do these interviews like even towards the end of the season so now they're all like <laughs> sucked in super skinny and i'm like well my first confessional ever i had never had any lip filler and i remember the first picture i was honestly like this i heard they're like this is your and i was like and then the next one you're like this. the next three weeks later i was like <laughs> It honestly looked like my lip. I put a little, was, I put two little dots right here and there. Yeah. Can you tell? Well now, but it, whatever they did originally, now I don't even have to get lip filler. I just get lip flips each time What's and it lip, works. Is that a Botox? That's the Botox that lifts the lip. But I do remember my first one. I looked even more tense than I regularly am because I was like, <laughs> I was like Ace Ventura or whatever, <laughs> or the mask. Um, oh my god! Okay, so I, but I really did like the twins. I thought it was a cute scene. I love that they. I mean, I love adult twins that still dress the same. <laughs> I mean, right? Really. <laughs> um, when we're in the retirement home, can we dress the same? Yeah, when we're in. Well, no, when we're in prison, we will. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I can't wait for that. And then we get Danielle talking to well so also i watched jersey with somebody who has never watched jersey my friend nicole okay and love she, nicole and she was watching and she's like i'm confused like i feel like when i watch housewives it's to see nice houses and stuff she was not a fan of danielle's house well she's got a wall unit <laughs> you know that right do you guys know what a wall unit is no it's an air conditioning unit that's in the window <laughs> i learned that from one of her castmates one of your current castmates? Her castmates. Oh, they said that? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, she seems nice. And they go, she has a wall unit. 
I go, oh, wait. Like, I thought wall unit where your TV goes, like, you know, the 80s oak wall units, right? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, no, wall unit where the air conditioning comes out of. I am dead. I mean, we all start somewhere, people. We all start somewhere. Um, okay. Then we get into my favorite part of the entire episode, which is Frank admits he wasn't Polly's biggest fan, but realizes they are similar and he just needed to break down barriers. Okay. Like this scene made me so happy. Me too. And so he admitted, you know, Buzz Lightyear is actually a really good guy. And when he found out that he came to um, <laughs> Jersey, wherever he came, I don't know where he came landed in Jersey or somewhere else. I don't know. He was a receptionist. Yeah. Before he learned how to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much like everybody. Anytime I call any anywhere, it's like it goes like ding, ding, ding. And it's like transforms me to another country. But I saw a meme and it really spoke to me, which is you are the person who you are to the um, the voice recording when it says if you want to speak to a representative. Like when I'm on with Verizon and it's like press zero and then it's like, would you like to talk to a representative? I'm like, representative. <laughs> <laughs> representative. I, I, said. I hate those things because it's so frustrating. You have to go through so because you have rage. to go through so many. That's like using your GPS in your car. Um, I need to go to 30, you know, uh, whatever road and they, they go you want 29 no i went 30 oh you want that and it's like no you could have just punched it in somebody but, could have just answered that phone right then you didn't have to go through all that but i don't i, can, I, don't I like can only it. imagine if you had to deal with all the people that have rage when you talk to a receptionist and you're like room 1402 and they're like 1401 and you're like 1402 did i fucking <laughs> stutter but i was Brit Brittany asking polly if he came to Oh my God. Came to America not knowing any English. And everybody looked at her and she was just like, had no clue. Tamara, don't. Okay, I need to it ask you. It sounds like something I would say. I, know, I was going <laughs> to say, did you know that? Yes, I knew that. I've been to Ireland. Oh, well, if you hadn't been to Ireland, would you have I known mean, that? If, yeah, I think so. I think I would have known that. I, I'm not I, sure. I, I For a second, I was like, good point. I mean, oh, I'm not shit. saying I wouldn't say that, but. But, you know, it's one of those things you just think everybody from a foreign country speaks a different language. Well, and after so, her asking Polly that, I was like, maybe it is a good thing we don't hear that much from Brittany. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if you were Brittany, let me ask you this. If you were Brittany and you're sitting at that dinner and Polly says that he has already gotten the ring and Frank kind of loses it. He said he curses. I can't remember what he said. He's like, are you fucking kidding me like that? Would you be like, back off? Like, what do you care? Like, why wouldn't he be like, oh, that's, you know, I'm so happy for you guys. None of that really upset me. The one thing that I am looking for is one time for Frank to touch Brittany. It's uh, like Brittany is another one of his children. Like, there's no, like... Affection. There's no affection. And I don't know if that's because he's trying to be respectful of Dolores. Yeah. But if that's the case, I love the fact that they're all moving forward. They're doing this all together. I yeah, saw, I saw love that Frank said. Of Polly, yeah. But like, if I was Brittany at some point, I'd be like, maybe seem like you're into me a little bit. Like, maybe a little. Do you think that Brittany will have a bigger role next year? <sighs> after she that really comment, I don't know. No, after that comment, I think yes. 
But I don't know. I think she's scared of Dolores. And if she's scared of she Dolores. She asked her to be in her wedding. Oh, you know, you oh my I, gosh. I forgot about but that. But you know what I think is going to happen next year? What? It's going to be who's going to get to the altar faster. I think it's going to be a competition between Polly and Dolores and Frank and Brittany. I'm predicting it now. I bet you $100. Who gets married first? No, no, no. I bet you $100 Frank will not propose to Brittany. Really? Yeah, I don't think they're anywhere. I don't think I don't think he'll ever get married again. I think they'll probably be partners. Well, we need forever. to get Frank on the pod. We we may as well ask him. He loves coming on the pod. Um, Polly says he's once he has the engagement ring. Do you think that that is Frank being too invest, invested in the relationship or? Wait, what's your question? Like, do you think him asking and even grilling those questions means he's too invested? Or were you like, oh, that's no, sweet. I think that that that's I mean, considering how close they are, they're still really good friends, like asking, are you going to get engaged or whatever? I think that's a, a normal conversation. But um, I I'm trying to understand, is Frank doing this for TV purposes or is he really that worried about her moving on? I think it's a combo, but I also think the TV would suffer without Frank. I think that Frank brings a softer side to Joe. He brings a more fun. Well, I need Frank to get married because I don't want to lose him. Um, Okay. What about when Melissa told Teresa that they can't go to the rehearsal dinner? Teresa says Melissa has been in Joe's ear all these years. And this is the result. She did you see the picture that she had of Melissa on her phone? I did not. It wasn't a good one. (laughs) It's not a good one. It's not it's not a good picture. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh my gosh, you guys, I know this is completely off topic and we're running out of time, but when I was in Nashville, I couldn't fall asleep one night, so I started watching a new reality television show and I saw that Chris Cullen was one of the producers. I know uh-huh. you don't love him, no, but I, don't I hate him. love him so much, but it's called The Ultimatum. I cannot even express to you how good this show is. It is what, what, so what is ba- it on? It's on Netflix, so they can curse, they can be naked, they can do whatever. So is it a reality show? Reality okay. show. So good. But I get through the first episode, and at the end, I see it says Chris Cullen. Immediately, I text him. I'm like, you did the ultimatum? But you guys have to watch it. We'll report back. But, I mean, it is okay, now I got a little slice it. of heaven. Enjoy. Okay. Anyways, oh, moving on, we get to... Um, Rachel asks Jaden if he's comfortable with her. I loved this scene. I thought that it was very sweet. Jaden, you sweet. can tell how much he loves yeah. her. I'm not fond on the fact that she's said some things about the birth mother. Yeah, I don't like that. I either. don't like that, but I don't think she was. I, I'm sure she has much more that she would like to say only because it's just not necessary. But I thought she's she reserved more. Well, I, I yeah. did like that. She said, listen, Jaden. If this is not something you want for me to sure. do, yeah. or this makes me you know. uncomfortable at all, let's not do it. I appreciated that. I thought that meant she was but a I good... But I kind of felt like they did it ask backwards. I feel like they should have asked Jaden first and then proceeded Maybe with it. Maybe they did. We don't know we how don't know. is. We don't know. But really my know. question is, do you think that it's gone through? Have we heard anything? Is it we finalized? We saw some rumblings with the two of them, so I don't know. Um, and then... Wait, I have to go back. So the text message that was brought up between Melissa and Teresa. Yeah. Why is she texting Melissa if she hates her so much? Why isn't she directly texting her brother? Because she wants it to be Melissa's fault. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly, well, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, why don't you text your brother? And then she'll say things like, she gets in between us. Well, no, you're putting her in between because you didn't call her, call your brother directly or text him directly. I think she wants it. Oh, she did say that she called her brother a couple of times and didn't return her call. call. So So maybe that's why. But they were saying repeatedly that we're going to see this terrible side of Joe and Melissa and it's going to make us change our minds. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. Uh, and can I ask I, you a question? What has Joe Gorga done to Louie? Well, it, supposedly the pizza ovens. Remember? Uh, yeah, but th- was that a horrible situation? Where Louis, uh, I mean, Louie goes off on Joe and uh, Melissa. He called him an animal. I know. Like, we say shitty things, and we don't even call people animals. A rat. He called he him, him a rat, an, an animal. animal. Like, he was... He, this was not a good episode for Louie at all. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I felt like Louie... It made me sad, actually, for Teresa watching this episode. The look on Teresa's face and the pure panic that was going over her as Louie was talking about her brother and sister-in-law was sad. Yeah. It was sad. I get all relationships. There is going to be more of the alpha, but I just think. (sighs) It just wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look. And he was a color that no human should ever be. What? You mean like this color? right? It was brighter than this strawberry. Strawberry. Like the reddest human being ever. And like, I'm not going to invite you to the wedding. Why does he turn red? Because he has rage. What does that mean? Like all the blood rushes to your head because you're so mad. Well, like, for example, my tell is if I'm about to cry, you get hives. 
my, uh, my entire neck will get hives. That's how my daughter is. Yeah. So like you will know, like I will think I'm yeah. playing it off, but then I feel this like anxiety right here. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll have splotchy things on my neck. So, well, Melissa never properly RSVP to the wedding. Um, do you think that was intentional? I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't give a fuck anymore. I, let me ask you another question. If you're not in the wedding, are you expected to go to the rehearsal dinner? Well, actually, no, most weddings, if you're not in the wedding, unless it's like they say, like you're RSVPing to the rehearsal dinner and to the wedding, you're not required, not required, but most people don't want you at the rehearsal dinner. And another thing, remember last week's episode when Louie had that hot mic moment? Yeah. What, 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 did we see that dinner? We didn't see that dinner this week. Remember the, the inviting it was, everybody? No, I think it was that other dinner. The one where she wore the white dress, but it was a surprise. Oh, where she was fully in a wedding yeah. gown, but she, yeah, yeah. she was her bridal shower. Um, oh, so that was what it was too? I, I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was to another dinner, right? Is that oh, a dinner? Thursday night before the wedding. Also, oh. I don't want so many, so many freaking dinners before a wedding. Well, with me and Edwin, we just got married in Paris yeah. with our family. There was one night. Oh, poor but you. But like my first, my first, yeah. Poor, poor you. No, but my first wedding, which was like a big over the top yeah, wedding. Yeah, you do all the things. No, but our all the things was we had a rehearsal dinner. Then there was a brunch the day of the wedding for my bridesmaids. Okay. And Edwin. So you had Edwin's an evening wedding? Matt's groomsman. And so we hung out. I need pictures of this wedding. Uh, you can Google it. It was an in-style weddings. Stop it. I think mine was too. <laughs> or maybe it was inside weddings, which I think might even oh be worse God. because it's not even in-style weddings. And the bridesmaids, my friends still hate me for the bridesmaids I chose. I ch the, the bridesmaids dresses. dresses. What, what, what color? They were um, periwinkle blue. Oh. <laughs> periwinkle blue and... Um, they uh, they were just like two dresses. Were they dresses. from David's Bridal? They were. Mine were too. <laughs> it's the only place they allow us to film at. I didn't. I wasn't on any television well, show. Yeah, but it that that's where you go when you go. Mine were pale pink, like Teresa's. Well, we were with just my, like my pale pink dress by the same designer as Teresa's. Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer uh, getting an apartment for her brother. That was nice. That was nice. We saw a different side to her. She's very sweet and nice and kind. And that, that was all very, very sweet. Very um, sweet. And, then, and then they end. I mean, it, they, the end all was pretty. They telling. just need to rebrand this franchise, Brothers and Sisters. Like, that, that's really I all know. we're dealing with now. The evil, even the fact that we had to hear more about Danielle's dysfunctional relationship with her brother we'll never see. Enough. I don't, um, I don't want to hear about that anymore. And the fact that uh, Jen is still, Jennifer Aiden is still talking to Laura, who we don't see on the show. Why is this still on Hold on. The was show? this on Was she going to show up to the wedding? What, what, what? By what the way, I don't know if this was on because I'm delirious, but I watched something revolving around the text that Margaret sent to... The friend group. The friend group. Why did I see this? Um... Because they talked about it on the show. But okay. I haven't actually seen. So the text, I saw the text and it pretty much was like, here's the deal. She's desperate to be into this, you know. Speaking about Laura. Yeah. Yeah. She's desperate to be in this. I ask that all of you guys continue discontinue speaking with her regarding. I had blah, a clinger blah, 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 like blah. that for years. A clinger. It was an ex-friend that just fucking wouldn't leave me alone. 
and tried to get on the show every way he could. And it was just like, go away. Oh, it was a guy? Yes. Was it the one that was doing... In my what, wedding. Was it, was it the one with Gretchen? Yes. I didn't even yes. see that. And I remember that clip. Yeah. I'm he, like a... Clung, I am on... I'm in fuego yeah, today. He clinged on to everybody I knew. To, and then had like had housewives in his bio and it's like dude go away i need to see what he looks like though because oh, i can't God. remember but anyway th- i i do like when we look at the fan thoughts and it's exactly what we said Lou, louis is slowly poisoning Teresa's life if i was in a snake pit would you pull me out um are they poisonous snakes uh, one might be i think i could if i could just stick my arm in quick yeah okay okay um that was a scary scene, though. I mean, and Teresa looked totally uncomfortable with him th- talking, turning red. He just seems like he's making the situation worse between Teresa and her brother. I, I, I can't even really look at him anymore. That's a bad sign. Like, I What about the clips for next week? This is even finale. worse with the, when they're trying bad. to fight, fight each other. And then he's other. talking about he hired a private investigator, and he's the biggest private investigator he knows, and he has shit on everybody. I mean, what the fuck? Especially, you guys, we're not going to say this, but you can do your research and look at all of the different things that he has not been honest about. It's effortless. I am effortless getting, to find because we are DMs getting daily flooded, flooded, flooded with, with DMs. stuff that I won't even repeat. Stuff that it's so scary that I am not. Don't even but this, to but this it. is how I know how bad it is. The fact that Teresa got as mad as she got at you, at me, at this whole situation when we're simply recapping what we're seeing. Because she's spending all she, her time defending him. She's probably sick of it. Next week looks insane. Louis is scary. Louis is scary. Um, the family scene with Loris and Frank is everybody's favorite. So, yeah, so. All right, keep there tuning in. And it, it appears that Jen Aiden is not going to couples therapy. No, she's not. Well, wow. Should we go to out. therapy together? Me and you? Okay, friend therapy. Friend therapy, what should we do? Mm. What can make us better? We're perfect. Well, <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.